I don't want to listen to his podcast, huh? Dude, it's educational. And besides, I've been wanting to listen to this one. Welcome to Idling in the Impala, a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. I'm Sandra. I'm Carly. And today we are bringing back some cannon fodder. So long-time listeners will remember we used to put cannon fodder in every episode. Um, and then the episodes start getting longer and, and longer and, and longer. And something had to go. And we were like, well, we're hilarious, so we're not going to cut ourselves <laughs> out. So kind of, kind of fodder got... Cannon Fodder got moved and we started doing the um, like Podfic full full readings and stuff like that. But we thought it's been a minute and I look at the YouTube analytics. You guys go crazy for the fix. So let's bring some Cannon Fodder back. Let's have a chat. So Sandra's fic, I thought I had read it, but I haven't. So she's going to sell me on her fic. And for my recommendation, she thinks she's maybe read some of it, but maybe not all of it. So we're I just going to sell it to it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. And as always, her fic is beautiful. She's put comments in there. There's notes. She knows what she wants to talk about. And I'm like, it's been at least six months since I read mine and I vaguely remember the plot. So, you know, but we're we're really going to hammer in on that because Sandra is a very stressed human today because I have I have held an organizational intervention and we're just going to just let her go with her organization and things like that. So, Sandra, what fic are you recommending to us today? Um, so I am recommending, it's called Santiago's and it is by uh, JJ Jupiter. Um, I believe it is, let's see, it was published, uh, October of 2020. Uh, this mm-hmm. author, I was looking at the, their dashboard and their works. So they've only got 15, uh, works in total, but I think I've probably read I've probably read at least half of them. No surprise, I've read the ones that are Dean and uh, original female character focused more than any of the other ones. Uh, mm-hmm. The writing is very, it's contained, but it's very story, you know, uh, beginning, middle, and or like slice of life. And they they focus on a lot of pre-series, uh, pre-canon stuff. Mm. Um, what I just came across now when I really looked at everything in their their library they also have like wincess but it's um alternate universe gender changes and it's younger like pre-series so i have not read those and i think it might be from what i've seen it looks like sam might be the sister but again i have not read them but i may have to i don't see why (laughs) but i have but dean is dean is prettier quote unquote don't you think that like if you were looking i think dean is he's got the pretty boy look i could see that more that's just me that's me i see the hair for sam again i don't know but would you like the keys to the digger for that whole you're digging for yourself. No, <laughs> because I I believe if you ask people, and I'm not saying, but I'm not saying that as, I'm saying like more feminine features. In my mind, I just think Dean is prettier that way. That's just I me. I don't know. I think, I think Sam's got some pretty, like neither of them are particularly feminine, but I, could, I can see feminine features in Sam. But I do get what you're saying. Dean has, it, it's his mouth. Like we can all, we can all say it, can't we? It's it's his mouth. Man's got cock sucking lips. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, we've all got eyes. That's, that's what it is. But no, I have I have read some of the um, gender swapped Wincess stuff, and it okay. does disproportionately seem to be Sam that is the gender swapped. Or um, you see, maybe this is just my mind, my search history at the moment. Um, like Sam being um, assigned female at birth and then being trans male okay. is also quite common. Um, okay. It's less common to find either female or trans male Dean. It's out there, but it's less common. Do so, you think that's more because a lot of the leaning is just for Dean being a bisexual male? Do you think that's kind of probably a lot of it too? I think it's maybe, I think if you were going to, Dean is the one that I could see being more 
pansexual in a hedonistic way mm-hmm. in like a not bothered who it is you know how how they identify cis man cis woman right you know trans man trans woman whatever you know just i don't want to be like i don't care about being crude but like to be crude any holes a goal kind of thing mm-hmm. you know not mm-hmm. not being fussed about the the gender or the assigned sex of right the person mm-hmm. whereas i think sam's a little bit more mm, straight and narrow well yeah i mean <laughs> like i i i just find it funny there's no like in my mind you know sam there's never at least like on the show there's never any hint i think of any unless you consider wincest right as like the the thread that a lot of people pull but otherwise there's never this oh Sam's into dudes kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I, yeah, I guess maybe that's where the gender, like in this sort of like instance where, again, I, I have never read any of these, but just based off of the author, I am now like, I probably am going to read these I mean, I'm gonna. because I'm gonna. they're, they're a really great writer. And, um, but you know me, it's like, I, I just like, mm, give me all the Dean with the, with the, with the, <laughs> and then I I go the other way but so this one again I wish they wrote more I don't think they've really written anything since I think 2020 is the last this might be one of the last ones they've written I think when you look at their work but really a lot of pre-series stuff which I I I just find myself liking to go back um and get feedback of what other people feel like the boys. We kind of know what the boys' life was like, but really embellishing and giving us more detail. And um, some of it's just even more heartbreaking. But it's like, you know, it, it gives you the building blocks for the men that um, – or the young men that you see at the start of the of the yeah. show. So – I'm always a little tentative with pre-series stuff. Like, I don't mind it, mm-hmm. but I find it's – it very quickly can descend into underage things. And I'm like... Which it does just by, yeah, by the fact yeah, that Yeah, by the virtue of... If you're looking pre-series, mm-hmm. you know, Sam's 22 at the start. Mm-hmm. And if you keep it canonical that he hasn't spoken to Dean since he was 19, mm-hmm. you kind of... I mean, I'm not... I'm like, the age of consent in the UK is 16. Mm-hmm. But I just... There's no... <laughs> until you get over 20, there's no combination of sam and dean's age gap that is okay mm-hmm. until they're over 20 both of them over 20 you're like 16 year old and a 20 year old nope yeah you know 15 19 nope but then also the argument is there's incest so <laughs> that's not that's 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 totally different <laughs> like incest is fine underage is not look i never claimed makes sense i'm just like no i don't know it's just it just there's just yeah four years is a weird age no 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 if it it. was two if it was two and you were like okay 16 year old and 18 year old Mm -hmm. yeah 15 17 uh, 14 16 fucking stop it anything below that call the police yeah I think but that might be too. I'm just like too. there's the the fact that it's AU pre-series and gender changes. I'm like I don't doubt that it's good writing. So I I'll, I'll probably have to like you know go in with like okay let's just see what it's about. Let's see if it gets what do you what do you usually call it squeaky squeaky or squeaky squeaky. Yeah. squeaky? Um, see if it gives you the ick. Yeah. So if it does, then you know I probably won't. But I. I think when I ever, whenever I am reading anything that is Wincest, it's never pre-series or younger age stuff. Anyway, it's always older. I, Maybe I'll, that's I'll, why. I'll I'll give it a go. I don't mm-hmm. mind. So I, I'll go in with an open mind. But I've again, literally I'm, never read a gender change one, so I should probably. I highly, know. highly recommend. I highly recommend. But no, I go, I go in with an open mind, and then I'm just like, if I get the ick, I will leave. But I won't. I try unless it's like. There's an extreme underage tag on AO3, and I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, that's, you know, like I said, anything anything under 14, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And again, four years is like, no matter where you where on the scale you put that, you're in different stages of your life. So mm-hmm. if we take the UK, 
age of consent is 16. Unless you're gay, in which case I think it's 18, because logic, right? So, okay, 16 years old. I don't know. I don't know. And I I think that only applies to gay men. I don't think that applies to um, lesbians, uh, females that identify as gay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so if we're like, okay, right, Sam, Sam's 16, that's that's fine. But Dean's 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, they're vastly different stages of life. Even though it's only four years, vastly different. Yeah. And I think for me as well, like I don't, fan fiction exists in its own little, its own little world for me. And I don't equate it with real world. Mm-hmm. But as my eldest son gets older mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, no, yeah. no, I don't want to, no. You know, yeah. there's certain things that you're just like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't even want to be thinking about those two things in the same brain space. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no I, I'm always see that. tentatively cautious with pre-series stuff, unless it's marked AU. If it's AU, then it's fine. Right. But if it's marked canon, it, we proceed with caution. Yeah. And these are, like I said, I know the ones I've read, it's usually, it's like first time or discovery and it's it's typically not... I haven't read anything that's Dean and Sam um, by this author, but I have faith that they would probably do it in a way that's um, not squicky, I think. So I'm yeah. going to have to give it a try because – so this one, um, Santiago's, it's about it's about 12,000 words. Um, the main gist of it is uh, Sam and Dean are – they're kind of having to make um, – they're having to make it on their own – in a rundown, kind of like a one road sort of town, because of course John's off, John's off on a hunt. Um, and actually, like one of the first things I highlighted was just uh, some a really interesting, just description of like Sam and Dean and John leaving them, mm-hmm. um, and kind of how you know first he was supposed to be gone for just like a week, week and a half. And now it's turning into like two, three weeks and Dean's having to figure out, you know, what am I going to do to take care of Sam? And the way this is broken up, it's a Sam point of view. And then they have a Dean point of view that they bounce back and forth on. And I like it because you're kind of seeing what Sam's wrestling with, but then you're also seeing Dean through his eyes as to what he's doing to kind of like make ends meet and, I like the way the brotherly bond is kind of, you know, explored and played with. Again, it's not Wincess. It's bisexual Dean. It's bisexual Dean discovery. Um, yeah. And so Dean's trying to figure out, he's he's hustled people in this town. He's already gotten a name for himself. You know, like people are irritated with him. He's He's just like, you know, played them for a bunch of money. But now he has to figure out, well, now we're going to be here longer than I expected. Uh, we got to find a way to make ends meet. Uh, this one bar that's kind of the only bar in town is called Santiago's. Owner's name is Santiago. They Dean decides to go and ask about, they're doing like this unlicensed boxing competition thing. So he wants to try to get in on that to kind of make some extra money in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, Santiago's like, well, he's like, you know, you've already pissed enough people off. You're maybe going to get one or two fights in and then you're going to need another way to make some cash. And he's like, uh, you know, I've got a cousin, he needs a mechanic. I heard you're really good with fixing cars. You know, you can do that at night. And basically like, he's going to be, you know, scrapping, scrapping like different cars for parts and stuff like that for this, for this cousin. So Mm. in the middle of all that, you get to see Sam, um, seeing Dean's relationship with, uh, Santiago from the outside a little bit. And then the realization that something's not what it seems and Sam just being completely accepting and okay with it. But Dean being the one that's like, you know, dude, I'm not gay, da, 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 da. but like, Sam's like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, like he, he could care less. It's his brother. So it's kind of like that immediate acceptance and then I won't say how the how the story ends because again again there's a distinct beginning middle and end to it. Mm-hmm. Some really oh, there's there's one there's one um, 
There's one thing that I highlighted too. There's a little Sam. Um, Sam likes goth chicks. Yeah, he likes goth chicks. Yeah. I really like that. And and the the goth chick ends up actually being uh, Santiago's girlfriend. Um, there's some male female male action with Santiago, Dean, the girlfriend, and then there's the um, the first time with uh, Santiago and Dean, and really just like amazing. <laughs> it is just it's really good writing, but yeah. I I got I got to read a little bit of it. I don't know. I see I don't know which part to read when I actually was going to be time for it. Maybe it's going to be the thing that I just highlighted, the couple pages where it's actually with Sam sneaking in or, or he's listening first outside of Santiago's office where Dean and Santiago are kind of like figuring out, okay, well, are you going to take the the job? Da, 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 and he hears this back and forth and then he hears noises can't figure out kind of what's going on he thinks dean's in trouble walks in and he sees dean with santiago basically like on his desk they're not they're kissing making out and it's getting pretty hot and heavy but that's like when he first gets that oh i did not know that was a thing um and then again like what happens uh throughout the rest of the afternoon with sam eventually being like you know it's fine like you know just i don't have a problem with it and Dean and wrestling Dean with being it. Yeah. Dean and being like, shut up, no. What are yeah, you because about? Not even again, a it's bit. about it's about what his father, his father's perception of him, right? And I think he just knows that it's not going to be, it's not going to fly. It's not going to be something uh, John's going to be okay with. And I like the way it ends. It's bittersweet. It's again, like kind of that first time that what yeah. if, um, what could be, but then not, and then Dean kind of, standing up for himself just a little bit just enough and kind of making you know making john sit back and kind of like have to take in what's what's occurring and i don't know again because it's pre-series and you know pre-canon i doubt that was ever a thing that probably actually occurred it probably should have but i think dean would be in a much different place if you know he'd started to come to terms with whatever he was wrestling with earlier and not worried so much about his father. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's a, I think it's, I think it's bottom Dean in this. I'm looking at the tags. No. Bottom Dean. Yeah. It's tagged first time bottoming Dean Winchester, first time with a man. One of my favorite tags of all time, bad parent, John Winchester. Mm-hmm. It's missing the John Winchester's A plus parenting. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, it looks like Dean's Dean's first time. Yeah. But there's a lot, again, like the point of view from Sam and just how much he's going through too, like with all of this and talking about school, talking about all of that. So I think it's a good mix of, it's like porn with plot. Like it's got yeah plot, what plot, porn without plot, and then it's got porn with plot. So there, there is plot with this porn. Um, and it's very, it's an emotional um, journey, I think, too for the both of them but yeah it's really and i mean santiago sounds really hot just by the description um so you know you get two hot guys together i'm I'm in for lydia i'm afraid lydia too yes i was like yeah the lydia thing is very that's very um that's very interesting too um because i think they kind of go at it with her first and then she just kind of like passes out and then it's like time for dean yeah all right (laughs) yeah you know it's Um, I'll, i'll I'll be honest with you, not easy being queer in today's day and age, but being pan or bi is easy as fuck. <laughs> it's great. Like, you are never disappointed. Like, I, maybe that applies more to being pan or polysexual than uh, than the more traditional bisexual, but you're never disappointed. Just a little, little behind the scenes here. When Sandra was writing her Dean pegging fic, and I was, she was like, will you just look at this? Will you just look at this? Because um, we like... Neither of us are like, well, Sandra's a good beta. I'm a terrible beta. I'm just like, this is hot. That's great. But she's, I was like keeping up with it. Um, and I vividly remember writing a comment that was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to want to be Dean or fuck Dean. I don't know because I want this girl that you're writing. Like, I, I, Dean's great, but could we have more of her, please? Jesus, fuck <laughs> it. she had to put the pants on, people. She had to put the pants on. Come on now. I'm only human. I am only human. So yeah, I'm I'm here for Lydia. I will definitely be going and reading this and Lydia. Good. Yeah, I I think it's I think it's going. I, I think it's again. Um, 
I do like this writer and I haven't read everything, but now that I kind of like dug in a little bit more, I'm like, okay, well, there's more stuff I probably need. And that's, that's the really fun thing about, um, I find fan fiction and when you find a writer that sometimes they surprise you by what they decide to try and write. And usually I'm not disappointed. So I'm crossing fingers, um, when I read some of the, uh, the AU gender mm. stuff. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure that's kind of the majority of what they've done with Sam and Dean, so. Santiago's by J.J. Jupiter. Rating is explicit. Author chose not to use archive warnings. Category is female-male, male-male, multi. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Dean Winchester, original female characters. Dean Winchester, original male characters. Dean Winchester, original characters. Characters, Dean Winchester, Sam Winchester, John Winchester. Additional tags. Heterosexual sex. Coming out. Bottom Dean Winchester. Point of view, Dean Winchester. Point of view, Sam Winchester. By curiosity. By curious, Dean Winchester. Bisexual male character. Bisexual Dean Winchester. Pre-canon. Pre-series. Pre-series Dean Winchester. Pre-series Sam Winchester. Self-discovery. Threesome. Female male male. Het and slash. First time bottoming. Dean Winchester's first time with a man. Vaginal sex. Anal sex. Anal fingering. Double penetration. Bad parent John Winchester. Plot with plot, porn without plot, porn with plot, edge play, gay sex. Notes. Dean experiments, gets caught, comes out. The age-old story. It's basically just a PWP. Trigger warning. There's one in-context usage of a homophobic slur near the end. Sam watches as Dean mulls it over on their drive back to the motel. It's not like Dean's never broken the law before, but he usually tries to stick with petty crime. Getting mixed up in an organized and prolific grand theft auto scheme is maybe biting off more than he should chew. They can't afford for him to get arrested. That's out of the question with Dad off the map. And Sam's still a minor. But they need cash. Fast. Dean takes the meeting. Santiago keeps them waiting. He's a busy man. You can head back there now, Lydia tells him just as Dean's starting to fidget with his long, since-strained beer bottle, peeling the label off into shreds, never patient for long. She practically sprints around them with a tray full of drinks and disappears into a sea of bodies on the packed dance floor. Sam's supposed to wait at the bar, but he gives it 30 seconds, then slips away, following Dean's footsteps through a long back hallway, away from the beating pulse of the bass and noise. He stops just outside the office doorway, voices inside mostly audible, even with the door closed. Here's a phone. Keep it charged, and don't use it for anything else. It's a burner, so if you get a message telling you to dump it, do it quick. You'll get the call, and then someone will pick you up from Harkney's Diner on Fifth Street and drop you back thereafter. You get paid at the end of the job. It's cash in hand and your hand only. Got it, Dean responds curtly. How old are you? Santiago is inquisitive. Sam is starting to think it's more than just a friendly curiosity. Steven Tyler's ID says 21. Dean tells him. Yeah, and what does Dean Winchester's ID say? There's a loud sigh from Dean. A creak of leather when he shifts probably making a show of being tired of the cross-examination. 21, he says flatly. Honestly. So it's just you and your kid brother, huh? Santiago asks, and Sam hears the scrape of a chair being pushed back. Yep. Dean is starting to get pissed off with the questions. Sam can tell by his clipped tone. There's another rustling of clothing, furniture creaking. You got a girlfriend, Dean. Christ. Dean grits out. That mouth of yours do anything else besides ask a lot of fucking questions? You want to find out? Santiago replies in a menacingly low timber, 
making Sam strain to hear. Then there's silence. Sam holds his breath and listens hard. Nothing. He waits for a minute longer, decides it's probably about time he headed back to the bar before he gets caught eavesdropping when there's a dull grunt from inside, followed by a high shriek from a heavy furniture item being bumped or shoved. Sam bites his lip, hand on the doorknob, checking backwards up the dim hallway, wondering whether he should bust in. He has no idea how these things are supposed to go or whether Dean needs his help or not. Dean can get himself into a lot of trouble in no time at all, but he can usually weasel himself out of it just as quick. Maybe he mouthed off to the wrong guy this time. Sam squeezes the doorknob, willing Dean to give him another signal. There's more shushing sounds of clothing, the quiet slip of rubber boot soles on concrete, and then a soft, vulnerable sound like someone is in pain, and Sam doesn't hesitate any longer. He swings the door open, adrenaline flooding him, only to stop dead. Dean's sitting on the edge of the desk, Santiago standing between his legs, and they're making out, making out like their lives depend on it, aggression in the kiss like it's a violent competition. Sam can't believe it. His eyes drop to Santiago's tattooed knuckles, his hand firmly inside the open fly of Dean's jeans and rubbing. Shit. Sam breathes, word popping out without him even realizing, shocked to his core. They break apart like they've been electrocuted when they hear him. Dean quickly and guiltily wipes his palm across his mouth. Santiago pulls his hand comically slow from Dean's jeans, raising a questioning eyebrow at Sam over his shoulder. Wait at the fucking bar, Sam. Dean snaps, and Sam starts moving, nodding. Right, right, sorry, he stammers, closing the door on himself. He laughs out loud when he takes his stool again at the bar, a little giddy. Unbelievable. Never in a million years would he have thought that Dean, of all people, was into dudes. There's never been even a hint of indication. In fact, more like the opposite. Sam's seen countless guys hit on Dean over the years in sleazy backwater taverns, motel receptions, gas station bathrooms, and each and every time Dean has responded with nothing but outright hostility. If Sam's being honest, he always quietly thought his brother was a tad homophobic. When Dean reappears from the back, he walks briskly straight past Sam, pointedly ignoring him. Sam scrambles to catch up, jogging down the steps out front, to get to the car before Dean pulls away without him. The drive is so silent and awkward that Sam can't bear it. So, how come you never told me you're into... Dean turns the radio on fast as lightning, cutting Sam off. Dean, come on, it's not a big deal. Sam tries again. Dean spins the volume up, eyes forward like Sam isn't even there, like he doesn't even exist. So this is normally the part of any given podcast where we would go, hey, our sponsor today is, but we ain't sponsored. So we just have some uh, causes, some charities that we'd like to um, bring to your attention, point you in the direction of if you feel able or willing to donate to them. We have three main sort of causes, inverted commas, that we're uh, uh, promoting feels like the wrong word, but like signposting, highlighting, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. So the first one is um, to do with the conflict in Ukraine, the Russian invasion unlawfully of Ukraine. So we would just like to draw your attention to World Central Kitchen, which, as it sounds like, is, um, you know, helping to feed people that are affected by this conflict. Um, You know, although it's dropped out of the media quite a bit now, there's still a hell of a lot of people in Ukraine that are trapped, that are cut off you know, that are struggling for food and water and basic supplies. So that's what that charity is there for. We have Kids Save, which, again, as the name suggests, is looking out for the children that are affected um, by this. I mean, conflict feels like the wrong word. It's, you know, it's an unlawful invasion. But yeah, yeah, Yeah. Kids Save. And then we have, if you don't want to sort of, if you don't feel you can or want to commit to just one single charity, We also have a link to the global giving page for the Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund, which obviously is then split between various different places that it needs to go. It's sort of the global equivalent of a GoFundMe or a Just Giving page. So we have that. 
And then for those of you that are in the US and, oh, Lord, we know it's hard right now. We do. So we have the Mums um, Demand Action, Ending Gun Violence, um, the Sandy Hook Promise, Advocate for Gun Regulation in Your State, wherever you may be. We have the American Civil Liberties Union, which is, you know, basic human rights. Come on, people. Like, I, it, it doesn't feel like it should be this hard, but somebody needs to give your government a kick up the ass and be like, mm-hmm. hey, it's not this hard. You're making it harder than it is. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, vote.gov. You know, look up the voting regulations in your state, in your area. Find out what you need to do. Be informed. Be prepared, because that is the best way to enact any kind of change. And that doesn't just go for the US, that goes for the UK, anywhere else. Educate yourself. Know what you need to do so nobody can catch you out. Last cause, definitely not least, LGBT, LGBTQ plus people. My folks, we are under attack. There's no easy way to say it. There's no nice way to say it. People want us dead, yo. It's really heavy in the US. It's coming in the UK, you know. And it's fucking hard. There's no one cause fits all for this. There's nothing particularly global. And to be honest, I didn't really want to signpost to any, you know, causes that are fighting against this. I want to bring this down more to people. You know, we're not just, we're not a statistic. Everyone's a person. So the causes I want to signpost are, Switchboard LGBT in the UK and the Trevor Project in the USA. And they are both um, services where you can reach out, you can be connected to people to talk to, you know, it's hard. We need to come together, guys. So if you need to talk to somebody, if you need help, if you are not safe where you are, these charities will help you, you know, reach out to them, even if it's just someone to talk to, even if it's just someone to go, this fucking sucks. If you need that help, reach out as well. For anyone outside of the US and the UK, I'd like to draw your attention to the Trevor Project. Again, they have resources for international LGBTQ plus people, youth. We know that as much as it's hard in our countries, it's a hell of a lot harder in some other countries and it's not easy to come out. It's not easy to be safe. So take a look at that link for some resources, some places to go for help, some ideas of how to keep yourself safe. So, again, it's not a sponsor. We wish we had a nice, fun sponsor to bring you, but we know that it's hard and we just want to point you in the direction of help for others if you can give it and help for yourself if you need it. So, back to the podcast, I guess. As we now segue, Carly, what is, yeah. your, what is your pick for this? Well, episode? I will um, I will 100% be going to read Santiago's and I've looked through their back catalogue and I'm like, and that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. So I know what I'm doing this evening. So, but my pick for this week is, um, and it's a fic called Not Unless Sam Says, and it's by Spectacular Sammy. <laughs> I definitely feel like maybe I've recommended you this person have, before. That name is very familiar. Yes, I did. Have. I rec- I did. I recommend not unless Sam says though. I don't think I did. Uh, I'll have to look because either this was one that we kept talking about and then we just didn't use, but I remember the name, so I'd have to go back and look at um yeah our episodes. I'd have to. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we did, but maybe we did. I don't know. Um, there's probably a folder where we all <laughs> already recommended things. <laughs> There's probably a folder. That one um, is already recommended. I'm going to look at yeah, it right now. I'm going to look at it talking. now. Look, that <laughs> we're absolute professionals, people. Absolute professionals. I may need to um, amend my amend my pick very very quickly. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. It's it's not it's not in the already recommended fic. Okay, so it must have just been one that we were going to keep putting in there and then we just never did just never actually used it yeah maybe maybe not so yeah it's called not unless sam says and And it's a long one it's a it's a long one and it's not only is it a long one it's part of a pretty long series as well that's called also called not unless sam says and it covers a variety of um scenarios so the best um 
the best way I can describe this is it's a Sam Cross reader fic um, where basically Sam and Rita are in a um, a kink relationship, a, a BDSM related relationship. Sam is the dom, Rita is the sub, and they play various different games. And it's not it's not full time, it's not full time, but it's you know they kind of an invitation to play can be given out at any time and accepted or rejected. So mm. you know not full time, but the option is always there, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the first. Um, the first incarnation of this one, of the of the whole series, and this one features um, Sam bringing in Dean, and Dean is he's not an unwilling participant, but he's not he's not thrilled by what occurs either. So the general, like you know, we start off we start off with her being being punished for um not listening to sam on a hunt and um effectively he's just like he sort of like grounds her mm-hmm. and then he, she knows that he's gonna he's gonna punish her um and it comes you know sort of like the next day and he like sort of sets her up and you know gets her on the bed and everything and then just invites dean in and mm-hmm. i believe it may have been pre-discussed um between it's definitely pre-discussed between Sam and Dean, but it's maybe not pre-discussed between her and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um so he's like, Yeah, so Dean's gonna gonna do what I say and Dean's gonna fuck you and you know, Dean's gonna Dean's gonna I think actually Dean just watches for the first time, but later on in the series, um there is definitely like sex with Dean. But for the first time, like her punishment is just um, you know, she's she's gonna masturbate and and Dean's gonna watch effectively. And Sam enjoys watching her as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I said, it's it's quite heavy on the kink and stuff like that. And it features one of my real pet peeves, which is like edging and orgasm denial. Mm-hmm. I don't mind orgasm delay, but not mm-hmm. denial. But I'm not I'm not here for delayed gratification, people. Like now, now, <laughs> now, and then again in five minutes, but now. So there's a lot, a lot of of denial um, and things like that, which I find quite frustrating. Which is, I'm assuming, the point of the whole yeah, game. Yeah, it's something I play with. Um, but yeah, it's it's really interesting with um, sort of like it's from the reader's like the reader's point of view, mm-hmm. um, and sort of like how she feels about knowing Dean is watching and stuff like that and this as i say this first this i'm just sort of focusing on the first chapter here mm-hmm. um because there are a couple of couple more chapters in this but sort of for the you know for the sort of introduction so the recommendation do you feel that maybe the way that it was presented to dean that he knew what he was in for that he was just going to like that there was a sort of like a dom sub edge to everything that was going to happen or do you think he just like oh threesome and then sam sprung Mm. it on him or do you think dean just didn't know what he was in for even if sam had explained it to him i'm curious i think i think given sort of like the end the end of the first chapter you know comes with with sam being like oh dean i don't know do you do you think she should come and dean is like what the fuck are you doing (laughs) yes let her why are you like this my god um, and he like Dean, Dean gets quite upset, and he just like I think it was presented to Dean that she was going to be punished, and you know Sam would like to maybe uh, like maybe like it's a humiliation thing. Maybe I'm not sure. But oh, and there is a line here. Yeah, Dean grumbles as he walks out of the room. Not sure who the fuck just got punished, but I don't think it was either of you. The door slams yeah. behind him. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, I think he, I think maybe, maybe Sam presented it to Dean as like a, she's into humiliation, you know, she'll really get off on it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Dean was maybe, maybe expecting Mm -hmm. it to go down. But as we get sort of further, further into the series, Dean becomes much more of a regular feature. And while Sam is ultimately the dom in control of the scene, Mm -hmm. um, the reader gets to like dominate Dean and we see this really this really kind of interesting 
dynamic of Dean not being used to being a sub in any mm. any capacity. And I don't mean like a bottom, I mean a true, a true sub, mm-hmm. you know. So we get this really interesting dynamic of Sam still dominating her mm-hmm. and then she's dominating Dean, but then Dean's like really struggling with it. So she's kind of like sympathizing with him. Mm-hmm. as a submissive as well and being like just take a deep breath it's gonna be fine you know you can you can stop anytime you know it's it's okay mm-hmm. kind of thing and it it leads to this really interesting interesting dynamic and there's never there's never any inclination of feelings developing between sam and uh, not between sam and dean between dean and the reader it's mm-hmm. always just a sexual thing and sam is always really possessive of her Mm. so if they're you know uh, all together and he'll be like snapping at dean like be careful and don't do this and you know you got to be gentle and this bit and you got to do this and and it's just it's a really interesting interesting dynamic and even though the series is sam cross reader it does tend to take a bit of a backseat because it very much narrows down to the reader's focus and a lot of times that focus is actually on dean and what's happening so but really it's the relationship at at the core of like what the reader and sam are are like exploring and the dynamic and the shift of sam being able to tell dean what to do which probably doesn't you know as yeah. we all know in real life doesn't doesn't that's, happen that's the that's a, a point of contention because sort of the um the sort of the the go the go word is he Sam will call Rita little girl and she will answer him yes Sam so mm-hmm. he will lay out the rules of the scene whatever's going to happen and lay it all out and she will answer him yes Sam and that's the green light and Dean is very adamant that he's not going to say that he's not going to answer Sam's mm-hmm. not going to tell him when he can come and when he can't come mm-hmm. he's not going to be dominated by Sam but inevitably the, it, Using the reader as Sam's proxy, that is what happens. And he does, you know, his orgasms are controlled. He's told what to do. It just kind of bypasses Sam directly telling him. Yeah. But it, um, yeah, it's like a sort of, it's a really healthy exploration of King, which, mm-hmm. as you know, we're all about that. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's good and it's healthy and, you know, there's a lot of sweet moments between Sam and the reader as well to bypass the, you know, sometimes really, really heavy Dom scenes and it, it contrasts. And the, this this author doesn't write anymore, unfortunately. Mm. And before they stopped, they started a series that was like pre-relationship with Sam and the reader meeting up and sort of starting to look into kink Mm-hmm. You know, and being like, oh well, I really like it when you told me to do this, and but then you know they 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 stopped writing for whatever reason, and I'm eternally frustrated by that. <laughs> but it does it does happen. But it is, you know, you can read those. You can read sort of like you can read the first chapter and leave mm-hmm. it because it does end with Dean storming out, mm-hmm. and you can leave it there. And if you think no, this is too heavy for me, that's fine. But if you if you if you proceed, there is gold. It's mm-hmm. great. It's really really good highly highly recommend like i said they've done a lot of um a lot of different sort of installments of this mm-hmm. of this series and it's just yeah it's it's interesting it's a good you know a good look into just kink and and all, all that good stuff yeah highly, and i'm seeing like recommend. there's um there's daddy and little girl yeah and stuff like that okay yeah. So yeah, now, was... she can't call. What does she call? She doesn't call Dean anything, right? Like, which no, he he calls her kitten though, which okay. is about as amazing as it sounds. <laughs> no, she just she just calls him Dean. Okay. Um. Yeah, and like Sam calls her little girl, which okay. is it's a little bit like not really for me. I think I put it put me off a couple of times because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm really not into that. Mm-hmm. But then, like you, you read through it, and I'm like, I might be there, you know, <laughs> like maybe though. No, it looks. I mean, I'm 
yeah, I'm probably going to read because I'm like, I'm just going through some, I feel like I just read the first chapter, I think when I read this the first time when I was having Mm -hmm. to do like the narration. So now I'm looking at other bits of it and we were talking about with like the power play and how Dean's like, nope, I'm going to decide when this is going to happen. And then, yeah, the next chapter of looks like they've been away for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I see little girl. I see good girl. Ah, Yeah. I see the baseball bat. (laughs) That is, you know, that is, um, I was saying this to Sandra before we started recording. It's just one throwaway line, but it's really, it's, it's a bit of levity in quite a serious scene. Um, you know, and I don't mean like a scene in the story. I mean like a like a BDSM, like a scene scene where he's like, oh, I'm going to punish you and you're in trouble and da da da. And he literally just turns around and is just like, I was going to do da 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 and it was going to be really nice. And now I have to walk around with this fucking baseball bat in my pants and it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. And like it comes out of nowhere and it's really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and there's lots and lots of, they've written other stuff outside of this series as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just, awesome like highly highly yeah okay no i'm definitely gonna read this one Uh, i'm gonna read this one through yeah this one's interesting that they don't use yn they just have like um blank blanks for for name and stuff yeah yeah it's a little bit and this is fine this is like 2014 yeah it is okay and they they haven't written for quite a while you said no, the look. last thing they uploaded was in 2017. Okay. So it's, you know. Oh, and look, their their icon is Sam, so I get the I get the idea since it's spectacular Sammy. It's just a lot of Sam and Sam and Reader, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking, looking. Sam, you Sam Reader. Yep. Okay. No, there's a lot. There's 30, what is it, 37? 37 works. Yeah. Like I said, not all of them are in included in the um not unless Sam says, but uh quite a few of them are. I think it's about fifteen fifteen parts to that one. Some of them are just one shots, some of them are a bit longer. Oh gosh, one is like two hundred and sixty thousand words and they were at chapter is that the one you were talking about? They're at like chapter sixty one and it doesn't look like they've completed. No, that's a t- that's a totally different okay. that's a totally different fic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a different, a different fic completely. Hmm. No, interesting stuff. I think I'm gonna, I might have to look into there. I think a I'm gonna have to read. Edgy supernatural birthday. That one sounds. Parts one and two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah and two. that's a part of not unless Sam says. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the last thing they wrote was um, it's caught up in you, and it's a prequel, and there's twelve chapters. It's like seventy five thousand words. Mm. Um, but it doesn't, you know. It, it's as I say, it doesn't end right. I don't know how it ends. I wonder if they have any because it says they have a Tumblr too. I wonder if maybe they have some of their stuff on Tumblr that just didn't make its way over to Ao3. Maybe so. If only Ao3 had a way for you to reach out to authors and be like, "Hey, you alive? You okay?" <laughs> You well, I can ask five can, years if it's if it's one of those things. I mean, like I said, if I can find them on Tumblr, could always like you know, reach out yeah. that way. At least that's an option. And they have a Gmail. Maybe we will reach out to them then. Not unless Sam says by Spectacular Sammy. Rating is explicit. No archive warnings apply. Category is female, male, multi. Fandom is supernatural. Relationship, Sam Winchester Reader, Sam Winchester You, Dean Winchester Reader. Characters, Sam Winchester, Dean Winchester, Reader. Additional tags, Orgasm Denial, Swearing, Voyeur Sam Winchester, Voyeur Dean Winchester, Consensual Kink, Consensual Voyeurism, Reader Insert, Masturbation, I realize I'm biased because I wrote this, but this is friggin' hot as hell. Dom Sam, subreader, you are a bad girl. Dirty talk, established relationship, spanking, butt plugs, the reader calls Sam daddy. Praise kink, 
Sam calls his dick a baseball bat. Phone sex. Sam calls reader little girl and baby girl and variations thereof. Possible squick. Impala is their safe word. Always a safe word. Edging. Sam's next wet. And this is part one of the Not Unless Sam Says series. Summary. Based off of this dirty, supernatural imagine, imagine Sam punishing you by making you get off in front of him and Dean. The first chapter is based off the imagine. The second two are delicious little continuations. Made this little thing into a series. Hopefully there will be many, many more parts. How many times have I told you? When we're on a hunt, you do exactly as I say. Sam yells. I know. Your shoulders slump and you plop down on the couch. I'm sorry, Sam. I wasn't thinking. You're damn right you weren't thinking. Jesus. You could have been killed. If Dean wouldn't have come when he did, it would have... Sam's voice trails off. He's never this gruff with you. Ever. It's just that this time was close. Too close. And it scared Sam. He doesn't even have to say what would have happened if Dean wouldn't have been there because you know exactly what would have happened. Sam sits next to you and pulls you into his lap, holding you tightly. It could have been so bad, he whispers. I know, Sam. I'm so sorry. You breathe into his chest. It won't happen again, I swear. And you mean it. The term scared straight flashes in your head. I know it won't. Then he falls silent as he rubs your back gently and kisses your hair. He stays silent for so long, and memories of what happened flood back. Sam being held against the wall while the demon stood over you, and just at the last second, Dean burst into the room with his flask of holy water. You know if Dean wouldn't have been there, something horrible could have happened to you. Something horrible could have happened to Sam. We talked about this, didn't we? Sam asks finally, thankfully, interrupting your thoughts. We talked about what your punishment would be if this happened again. You nod your head into Sam's chest. He's right. He did give you plenty of warnings, and you've discussed this more than once. Yes, Sam, you whisper. You sit out the next five hunts. Strictly research. You don't leave the bunker unless it's with me or I specifically say. And I'll take the night to figure out the rest. This can't happen again. It just can't. You nod your head again. Yes, Sam. You hate when Sam doesn't tell you what your punishment is going to be. But you keep quiet. This is the way things are with Sam. These are the things you agreed upon when the two of you got together. The term girlfriend seems so trivial for what you are to him. And for what Sam is to you. You're simply his. That night, the next morning, and afternoon are horrible. You're nervous, fidgety, and anxious. Sam has been in the library with Dean for over an hour. He left you in the archive room to put away a stack of file folders the three of you used on the last handful of hunts. And just as you put the last folder away, Sam opens the door. Just finished, you announce with a smile. Sam grins. That's my good girl. He takes your hand, leads you down the hallway to his room, and closes the door behind the two of you. Close off. You freeze for just a second, but then realize what this is. You tow your shoes and socks off, pull your shirts over your head, and unclasp your bra, letting them all fall to the floor. Your jeans and your panties come off next. On your back. On the bed. Sam never barks orders. They're never mean, just straightforward, matter of fact. They always made you wet, and they made you ache. You do as he says and lie down the thin, tan blanket on Sam's bed. You try to control your breathing. Your heart is pounding in your chest, and you're anxious and already ridiculously turned on. Sam covers you with a dark blue sheet and sits down on one of the two chairs positioned not three feet from the end of the bed. You know what this is, right? You try with everything you have to hold back a shiver, 
but it's impossible. You look up at Sam and nod your head. Yes, Sam. Sam will sometimes make you touch yourself, but his twist is that you can only do what he says. He tells you exactly where to put your hands, where to put your fingers, how fast or how slow, to move them and when you're allowed to come, if he lets you come at all. Sam never touches you when he does this. He just watches. Sam likes to watch. Bringing you out of your thoughts, Sam sharply knocks his knuckles on the wall, and the door opens slowly. You lift your head up off the bed to see who it is. It's Dean. We, we did a cannon fodder, just a cannon fodder episode, so... Yeah. We stuck to fanfic. We, we, we did our job after... About an We're hour and a half of <laughs> not doing it. We, yeah. we rallied. And I think the other thing, and I don't even know if this is like going to be a thing or not, but um, uh, I'm not very well versed with Discord, but I had a Discord username a while back and I'm gotten into using it again just recently for some communications. So I was like, oh, hey, let's, you can create a server. So um, created an idling in the Impala server. There'll be information in the description. Um, if anybody wants to access that, see if we're online or available to chat for any particular reason. No idea, just throwing it out there. We may never use it. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But that'll be another area or way that if you want to try to connect with us, um, you can do so. So um, I'm going to just list out some other ways you can reach out to us. Um, it is by, if you want to write to us via email, um, email address is idlinginthimpala at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are idling in the letter D Impala. And Carly is now beginning to give you um, <laughs> uh, notes and like just live tweets about what we're doing when we're recording, which usually isn't much until <laughs> we actually get going. Yeah. It's a lot of discussion and a lot of prep and then then we get into it. So if you want a lot of a lot of arguments about Sandra. Yeah. Why is this here? And she goes, Dunno, it just is. And I'm like, can we move it somewhere more appropriate? And she says yes, because she's very sweet. But I know internally she's fucking saving. She's I'm, so angry with me right now. I'm working come through along. It. <laughs> <laughs> See, she would admit it. She's not even like that's because you're American. If you were British, you'd go, no, no, I'm not angry. But because you're American, you're like, yeah, I fucking am. I'm dealing with it right. You fucked up my folders and everything, and I'm mad about it, and I'm gonna feel the way I feel about it, which is, you know. But we'll be, we'll be, we're trying to, we're trying to like ramp up the tweets and stuff with just some general day to day life things. Yeah. Maybe I'll, we... maybe I'll tweet my cats. Oh, okay, that might yeah. be interesting. Yeah, we could do jinx. Lots, lots of, lots of jinx and what what jinx is up to when, when jinx, we're recording. Jinx is a mascot for many, many things now. He's a, he's a good mascot. He's a good boy. Yeah, <laughs> check out our Twitter for information about our podcast <laughs> and when we release new episodes. For information about behind the scenes arguments and also my cat idling in the letter D Impala. <laughs> That's great. And I'm then, so proud of that. Oh, and then if you want to, so if you want to reach out to me on um, AO3, I am Drasna. That's D-R-A-S-N-A on Twitter. I am S Kyle Wrights. That's S-K-Y-L-E-W-R-I-T-E-S. And if you want to read or learn more about some of my original fiction, you can visit my website at sandrakyle.com. I'm not going to tell you what my Discord name is because it's also different. And you will find out if you go into the server what that is. What kicks off the whole, why are the podcast folders like this, was she gave me, we were starting out, we were just doing housekeeping, admin stuff, and she was like, and Discord. And I was like, okay, I've I've made a Discord, I've joined the thing, and my name is the same. And I just said, I just threw it out there, I was like, I'm going to make my profile picture the same, so it's, it matches everything else. And then I was like, Sandra, why is it different? Because it was, I think it's your Tumblr name, isn't it? And I was like, I can mm -hmm. make my Tumblr name if you want. You can find me on Tumblr. It's uh, Sam is my safe word. I do nothing on there. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I just have a, what do you have on Tumblr? Is it a blog? Yeah. Whatever yeah. the fuck you have on blog Tumblr. Post. I have one of those. Yeah. yeah. So hers was her Tumblr name. So I was like, do you want me to make mine my, like, my Tumblr name as well? It's fine. And she's like, no, it's just because it's old. And I was like, why didn't you make it Drasna so it matched? 
and that kicked off the whole the whole conversation. So, I'm the agent of chaos in all things, apart from this one very specific corner of my life, which is all of my online shit is all my ducks are in a row. It's all matching. So, if you want to find me on AO3, I am Carly Karma. I'm the same on Twitter. Uh, same profile picture in both places. In case you think, hey, I wonder if there's more than one person out there with a weird smelled name. If you want to reach out to me on Discord, I'm also Carly Karma on Discord. And it's also the same profile picture. Um, so, you know, just because however you think Carly might be spelled, I promise you it's not. It's K-A-R-L-E-E and then Karma as you would spell it normally. So reach out to us. You know, reach out on Discord. We'll be around. <laughs> Send us an email. Reach out to us on Twitter. Do you have cats? Share your cats. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make a cat Twitter. It will be fine. But reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know if you want some more, like, just fun behind the scenes stuff. Um, you know, got any fit recommendations that you want us to take a look at? Maybe have Sandra read a little bit of. Send them to us on Twitter. Send them to us in an email. You know, come and check out our stuff on AO3. Thank you very much for listening, guys. And we will see you in the back seat next time. Bye. Bye.